it's really hard for musicians unless you're connected somehow or the timing is just you know those stars are aligned somehow you get lucky to get published and promoted for every great band that's made it out there there's thousands of these starving musicians around the world that are just as good but they'll never get heard so I, I started a website that promotes little known but worthy up and coming artists for free and again gives them global exposure Marvin Wilson is a lifelong musician, a self-described old hippie rock and roller who has written, performed, and recorded music all his life. He has written hundreds of songs on a wide variety of genres, rock, hard rock, blues, rhythm and blues, folk rock, rockabilly, country and western, reggae, jazz, and as a guy who says he's not too religious, he's written Christian rock. At age 69, he is semi-retired but stays busy co-owning and operating a website designed to promote little-known but worthy up-and-coming artists on a global scale to help them gain notoriety and make money to aid in pursuing their crafts. Today's guest is Marvin Wilson. one of the most important things for getting a hit song is yeah yeah uh, a song destined to be a hit is one that you hear it for the first time on the radio as a hook and a melody go with it so strong that you're humming and singing all day long and can't wait to hear it again so a hook for the listeners and i'm using a for some reason i grabbed jackson brown doctor my eyes is the hook oh sure is, sure is the song sure. i'm not sure what you year know, that uh, even came out the, con- the sorry the, the the country western genre to me, they are just the most brilliant at coming up with hooks. Yeah. Uh, uh, much too old to know better, but still too young to care. Wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then, you know. Uh, those are clever. They're, they're just hook after hook after hook. I'm just amazed by those writers. But uh, yeah, I'm, when I write, usually I, I'm fooling around on my guitar and uh, I just come across a chord a chord sequence that really strikes me, and then lyrics start coming out of it. And but the, I mean, Bruce, it, it can go the other way too. I can write a poem, and uh, think, man, I should put this to music. And by the way, I think the best songs out there are the ones where the lyrics stand on their own as, as a poem. Yeah, it really says something. It has meaning. You know, I grew up, I'm, I'm an old hippie rock and roller, Bruce. That's what uh, it says on your bio here. A little bit of background for everybody. I, my first public performance was at the age of two. I was, uh, <laughs> pre- I was a preacher's kid, and my mom played piano for the services. And she taught me how to sing this old, old-fashioned old uh, little hymn, simple hymn. Stood me up on the piano bench next to her, and I, that was my first public performance at the age of two. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, I went on to become a music student in high school. I was president of the choir and started composing then. And uh, at age 14, actually, is when I got bit by the idea of, of uh, getting into rock and roll. 
because that was when the Beatles invaded the United States. Uh, it was 1963. I happened to be bedridden. I had rheumatic heart fever. Oh, no. And, uh, but I had a clear shot from my bedroom into the living room where we had our little black and white TV. This was 1963, mind you. Yeah. And uh, the Ed Sullivan Show, the Beatles came on it. And I, I, I believe they performed She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Uh, and that sound, that, that captivating, brand new, crisp, fresh, exciting sound. I looked at that, listened to that, and I said, Marvin, you can't just watch that. You've got to do that. And, uh, of course, I was only 14, and I was brought up in a strict religious environment where you're not supposed to sing the songs of the world or dance or anything like that. Oh, wow. So, uh, Let alone wear your hair like that. Uh, yeah, and I, oh, I started growing my hair. You can't believe all the problems I've had at home. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Over here. Uh, it, it's funny, too, because... Uh, my dad and I would fight over me getting a haircut, and, uh, and he also thought I should go to the Vietnam War, and I, I was a draft resistor. I didn't believe in that war. And uh, so we, we kind of grew apart. By the time I left high school and went to college, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. And uh, <clears throat> that, I went to college and just went crazy. But, uh, but the, the reason it's funny is because when I went home to visit him like 10 years later, uh, I had I had gotten over the long hair thing. My hair was short, and he was wearing his hair long. And he agreed with me by then that the Vietnam War was wrong. <laughs> okay. So the way things turned. But anyway, in college, I, I you know I went through a couple of years, and then I was one of those. It was the hippie era, and I was one of those guys that tuned in, turned on, and dropped out, and joined a rock and roll band, and uh, went off on a fifteen year. Uh, rock and roll career traveling all around the country in Canada. We even went down into Mexico and uh, had a great time doing that and played a lot of rock tunes and wrote a lot of rock and roll songs too. Oh, wow. At the time I was in my mid 30s, I hadn't, you know, quote unquote, made it in rock and roll. My dream of being a rock and roll star looked like it was over. And uh, I was married by then, had one kid, another one on the way. And, you know, when you don't make it in the music industry as a band, you're going to wind up playing cover tunes in bars, you know? Oh yeah. I was yeah, there. Just uh, cranking out cover tunes for young people to get drunk to and have sex. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they wasn't paying enough to raise the family on. So I had to get out of it and I went into business, started a home improvement company and was, was very successful at that. And then for a long time, I didn't really do much with music until I returned to it back in my in my 50s. The business was over with. I was into other things. I started becoming a writer. I've got several books published. And uh, the artistic side of me flourished again and I started writing again. So that's kind of a snapshot, Marvin, in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm going to put links to all of your information on the website show notes. Mm -hmm. So. It'll, it'll be everything Marvin, everything you ever wanted to know about Marvin Wilson <laughs> and publishing yeah. publishing for the people. Yes, that's my uh, my partner and I have a partner who, uh, it was actually initially his idea. He's also a musician and knows what it's like trying to get a, you know, anything published and promoted to get any kind of notoriety. It's, it's really hard. 
He also has written hundreds of songs. And uh, so we came up with this idea of a website that where, let's say you're a musician or you're a musical group or you're a book author or one of these artsy filmmakers and you can put together a, a, an ebook or a CD or a DVD and uh, you get a copy written. We don't do that for you. But uh, we'll, we'll, for free, we'll promote you on our website. And it's, it's, again, it's called Publishing for the People. Four is the number four. Yeah. And that stands for a win, 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 win program. Uh, it's a win for the artists because for free they get promoted. And they also get paid. You know, uh, we set them up with a, what we call an art lot. And this art lot has 500 available downloads on it. Uh, people go to the website. If they like the sample, we have a little sample of your work on the, on your art lot. They can make a donation to your art lot of $10, and in return for that, they get a download of your ebook, CD, or DVD. And, the you know, the artist gets $2,000 once the 500 downloads are done, which we hope will help them pursue their craft, uh, put up another art lot, make another 2000 and like that, while they're, while they're continuing to develop their craft. So the artists win. Uh, the people win. They get exposure to new, fresh talent that they may never have heard about before. Because again, we have artists from India, Africa, uh, Europe, United States uh, coming in from all over the world. They also we 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 uh, actually give back to the people because they are the ones that promote. See, in in traditional publishing, the consumer is the one that that drives it. They're the ones that are shelling out the box. Okay, but they don't get anything back except for, you know, that one piece of music or a book. With us, if you get on the site and you refer other people to the site and they make donations and they refer other people, we have what's, it's like a social networking, almost like a Facebook social network built into the site where you can play all these promotional games promoting your favorite artists. And we pay you cash. Uh, let's say you're one of the people still the most promoting. You can earn 20, 40, 60, 100, even $1,000 will pay you for, for helping to promote our artists. So the people win, the artists wins, charities win because we donate 10% uh, of all revenues to the favorite charities, which by the way, the people vote on. We have a list of charities and they vote for which one they want to receive the, the uh, donation. And the fourth win, of course, is us. We make some money too, but we keep our, we only take 14% of all the profits. And uh, that's a far cry from what the big publishing companies do, which if you are able to get hooked up with a big publishing company, I'm sure you know this, Bruce, they're going to own you. They own the rights to your work. Uh, they're going to make the most of the money. They're going to tell you what you can play, where you're going to play, and how you're going to play it, and what you're going to dress like mostly uh, these days. So we just think it's a great idea, and it's it's just getting started. So we don't know how well it's going to go, but we're we're thinking if it goes as well as we think it will, it will have a significant impact on the publishing industry. Yeah, this is new to me. I've heard of similar versions, but this sounds much more direct and a lot less middlemanish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the artists, uh, they still retain full rights to their work. If they still want to self-publish, go up on Amazon, produce some CDs and sell them at their gigs or whatever, that, that's completely up to them. This is just a free, no-strings-attached promotional offer for any artist out there that wants to get some 
notoriety and make a few bucks on the side. That's somewhat similar to what I'm doing. Actually. Really? Well, in, in that they they can talk about it and play oh, it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, sure. But then sure. they're going to have to follow a link to either their mm-hmm. website or, in this case, yours. Don't fail to mention if somebody has something, um, you know, tell them, you know, gosh, tell Bruce about it and he can put it on uh, the Better Each Day podcast radio show. Maybe I just will. maybe maybe a couple more people will pick up on it. Who knows? Sure. Sure. We can help each other. The description of you uh, growing up and, you know, from the Beatles on and stuff, I think is shared by millions of people. Oh. And, uh, and I hear about the yeah I saw Beatles on Ed Sullivan and changed my life almost every day. But with with you yeah you had this this drive to actually pursue it and turn it into something that's you know in line with the digital age. In that because of the digital age yeah um, you're in a huge ocean of other people that are out there too. But it, it does give the little guy I think a little edge up. Sure. In that instead of getting absolutely no publicity. You can get some, and you can build from it. Yes, that's what we just want to help. Yeah, you know, and it will it make you a international star overnight? Of course not. Nothing. But you does. know, most most bands have a local following, right? Yeah. Uh, but but they're limited to that. But well, here you can come on our website, tell all your fans about the website. They'll log on, start helping to promote you, and then it snowballs from there because that, uh, that's how everything starts. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just here to help, and uh, we think it's a good thing for people. For because I, you know, my, my partner and I know what it's like to uh, to really want to have the full time capacity, you know, to just pursue your craft, not have to worry about money, and just really dig into it. Uh, the, that rarely happens. The utopian world of being a songwriter. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's gets so complicated. You would think, yeah, I can. Uh, crochet a potholder and just sell it to somebody well it isn't quite that way it's just it's amazing how complicated it's gotten through the years and and now it's just kind of morphing into a new version of complicated but the fact that it is accessible to anyone now i think that that's a good thing you don't have to have a 45 and and pay the dj to play it stuff that used to go on right well the, the digital age is making it much easier that's for sure Tell me about a couple of songs. I had a chance to listen to them. Again, new to me, Guided by the Light. What is that about? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, my latest CD I, I got into. Uh, uh, I want to do something in the Christian rock genre. Uh, I'm not a religious person, Bruce. Uh, I hope you still love me. But, uh, <laughs> Always. I, the moment I heard but, your name. But I do, uh, I do really love and follow the... Uh, the teachings, the, the timeless, great teachings of Jesus. So I, I consider myself sort of a spiritualist, non-religious Christian. And, you know, in the last 20 years or so, I've, I've been watching uh, contemporary churches. They have these praise bands and, and the rise of the Christian rock bands. And my gosh, it's, to me, it just was so, I don't know, cookie cutter sounding. You turn on the radio and I can instantly tell if it's a Christian rock song. It's the same four chords. Uh, the same sort of instrumentation, yada, yada, yada. So I thought I'd just, for fun, do something different. So I set Christian lyrics to uh, to good old rock and roll, rhythm and blues, and uh, funkabillies type uh, song. One of the songs that I sent you was uh, a sort of a, a folk folk rock, folk rockabilly. 
I guess you'd call it. Uh, guided by the light is uh, God is all around us. Inspiration is everywhere. And uh, if you can't see it, it's all about just seeing the light. Music. <laughs> 
probably atheists listening in but to me there's so much order and perfection in this order of this universe that uh, I mean I can just watch the ever-changing always the same but never never the same twice rhythm of the water or stare at the stars in the sky or just go out and sit and meditate in the woods and listen to the sound the wind flowing through the trees and uh, it illuminates me and so it's all about being guided by the light and that's to me that's where you connect with god you connect with the universe as people would say uh whatever you call it you know yeah quote unquote capital it it which is uh one of the questions i've always had as a young man is we say it's a tree it's a mountain it's a bird it's a song it's a game of scrabble but what is it it's it's what they say I agree. I think there's something funny in the room, too. Uh, yeah. If you look for something bad, it's out there, too. You could spend all day doing that. But. Well, sure. Where's your focus? And that gets, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a law of attraction follower, too. You know, what you focus on is what the universe is going to give you more of. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's basically the reason. And I set it to a, it was sort of an Aerosmith type riff. Yeah, yeah. Going on with them, you know, it's sort of oh. half singing, half rapping the songs. That's kind like, of a walk uh, this Steve way type likes, of thing. Yeah. You know, like Steve does for Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had an assembly of really top notch musicians help me produce. Uh, we had a band called uh, The Average Praise Band <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and produced this CD called Rhythm and Truths. We'll, we'll praise the hell out of you. <laughs> And uh, so it's it was a lot of fun, and I think it's a it's by the way it's on the website publishing for the people. If anyone wants to uh, get a copy, make a donation to the art lot, I would greatly appreciate it. You might love it. So that's guided by the light. It, it trails off. Uh, you you listen to it. Yeah. Uh, this sort of a jazzy type trail off ending. And, and uh what comes to mind i have to go back to the beatles again on this remember uh gosh they'd been out maybe a couple of years and some group in the south decided and it was promoted by a radio station let's burn the beatles records because they're (laughs) satanic or something oh yeah i remember that yeah and there are pictures and stuff and i think there's even a little uh bite soundbite of uh the radio station saying that uh yeah. it was when lennon said that the beatles had as many followers as jesus i believe oh, no more he said they were more more popular. yeah and it was it was really taken out of context he said oh, it in yeah. england and nobody said anything over there but somebody found the the news clip and, and brought it to the united states and in the southern states they didn't like that one bit oh the bible belt went crazy yeah and so yeah. and then lo and behold i turn on the the music now, the, the Christian music and stuff, it sounds a lot like the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just don't it. know what to think, Marvin. I don't know. Uh, let's face it, Bruce. The Beatles, I challenge anyone to, to, to point to any other musical group that changed and influenced pop music as much as they did. You can still hear the influence today. I mean, they gave birth to all the fu- the ensuing forms of, you know, the 
the heavy metal, you know, came out of them. They set a standard, there's no question about it. As songwriters, and and to watch the way they developed from starting you know, with simple little ditties like Love Me Do and I Want to Hold Your Hand into these marvelously complex and well-written songs of Eleanor Rigby and yeah. you know, the, the White Album, which was which set a whole new trend where the the whole album the album is one continuous symphony you know you know you can get a white album t-shirt they're just the white t-shirts that you buy that don't have anything on them (laughs) i'll sell you one for a hundred bucks it's the white album t-shirt yeah it's a special favor for you marvin you know that i'll give it to you one for the price of two All right, I'm blabbing now. So such a deal like I got for you. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, wonderful thing called editing is going to come in here. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, any, um, I don't know, thoughts for young people that are getting into music, or, or in, in this case, publishing for the people. How, how can you help a, a kid that just thinks, "Wow, I, I want to get this published. I want people to hear it." What do they do? Well. Log on to the web, publishing for the people, and the word for is replaced by the number four, so it's publishing the number four, the people.com. It's very simple, Bruce. You just, uh, there'll be a pop-up that says, are you an artist? If, would you like to be promoted? Click here. It takes you to an artist sign-up page. Uh, you fill out a short form. Uh, send us a sample of your 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 writing or your music or your, your uh, movie that you're making. And uh, we can't just put any crap up there, of course. We do review it. But if we see potential, it doesn't even have to be a finished product. If we just see the potential there, uh, we'll set you up with an art lot and get you some money so you can pursue your craft. And uh, come back, start another art lot with the same music or whatever, but now vastly improved because it's been produced in a, a good studio. Just come our way, log on, and, and check us out. Uh, it's free. And we will help you. We're here. We care because we've been through what you're going through, young people. It's a, it's a cool platform. I like what you're doing. It's going to help some people. Uh, we certainly hope so. That's that's why we're here. But you know, I would just say words of encouragement to young artists. Uh, most of you have to have day jobs, but if you really if you really are passionate about what you want to do, don't give up. You know, stay up after the work and and pursue work on your craft just believe in yourself think we're gonna scratch each other's back Bruce I really appreciate it yeah it sounds like a good fit let's do that and I'd love to send people your way too so great alright buddy alright thanks Marvin